You're such an asshole. So I woke up this morning and a handful of you had uh, take me in this video. Uh, where it's just a little bit a short and it's a, uh, <laughs> my whole aim is to, is to stop disinformation or the wrong information, not for political reasons, but having the wrong information costs you economically, costs you time, costs you your money. And in many instances, it, co it costs you your, uh, your sanity, your mental health. And this video was, it was well done. Um, it's a video of this young man. It starts at a fifties diner. The kid's white. He's got a, like, he looks like Marty McFly from the fifties. Like the dad, you are my density. <laughs> I wonder if some Christian outfit did it. So anyway, here he is. He's, he's eating at the diner and there's a cute girl talking to her girlfriends and he looks and he just gets up and he walks up to her, excuse me, you're beautiful. I mean, it was like, what, really? You're beautiful. Uh, would you like to go out sometime? And I can't remember if there's like some underlying saying like, you know, we break this cycle or we got to change. It was, it was just this shy of men need, need to step up and solve this problem. And you men, you men, men, you go, you go, there's a problem. You men fix it. And then uh, in, a, in a legitimate twist at the end, so she gives him his, her number or something I could see my eyesight's going. And he's holding it in his hand and it switches to his phone and then he's, it's a, turns into a dating app where there's girls taking selfies, you know, Becky 21, Amy 23, <clears throat> and he starts swiping and it's all girls taking selfies and it, it shows uh, it, the camera changes. He's there swiping, but on the backdrop with an LCD projector, it's all the girls' dating profiles. And of uh, the three, two sent me the thing on Twitter where a fake profile, you guys have to learn how to identify fake profiles. They don't show their face. It's probably a woman who did this saying, you know, what's preventing you? You men, we got to break the cycle. I think he was, or she, I'm going to say it's it's a she. Because he was like, you don't sound like a guy. You w Men have to break the cycle. And that's when the gloves came off and Cappy went to town. And normally I don't get into tiffs or all that, but this is wrong information. It's wrong information. <clears throat> and for those of you who have ever asked out girls a lot, you know, <laughs> you know why. But I went in there and I said, some like I just provided excuses until 48 hours later, she just doesn't show up. Or 48 hours later, she, she has an emergency because she has to babysit her nephew because her sister really needs it. Whatever, whatever the billion excuses were. And this this gal was like seriously going to town and trying to defend. And I, I started looking at the different profiles that are actually defending this. This thing that's just empirically wrong. And they all seem to have like no no followers. They all got the fake blue badge that everyone pays for now. I'm like, this looks like a psyop, not even government, but it to me, I was like, this is bullshit. This stinks to high heaven. And so what I wanted to do, especially for you younger boys out there, let's let's explain who is ultimately responsible here for fixing Dave. Because this video, if you go out there and 
I don't like looking at the abyss, but I have to kind of look at the abyss because that's, I hate to say it, that is my calling in life now. It's it's to prevent all you young people from fucking up like the adults did. It's to prevent you from making mistakes that I and the people before you did so you have better, richer, happier lives. And so one of the deeper parts of the abyss or the uglier parts of the abyss is the sex war we got going on where you see all these uh, damseling, damseling, distressing girls crying on the internet on TikTok. It's bullshit. It's toxic. They're doing it for clickbait and to get their um, online presence up. And then they always link to some, you guys sent me the one about the marketing major had to work as a waitress at a sushi restaurant. Meanwhile, she's sitting in this really fancy car and you go and you look at her website, you go to the, <clears throat> the TikTok channel. Surprise, she's an influencer. So this this yellow journalism, this clickbaity, it's shtick. It's shtick. But then you got to wonder, well, how much of it, though, is also real? Because I don't see, you see every once in a while the tradcon poser gals like, oh my God, I just love making cookies and vote a Republican. I have my little crucifix and my ample bosom and cleavage, you know, summer dress dripping down to here. And you find out she was a, a porn star, literally. <laughs> and then I think maybe there's some authentic complaints women have men aren't i guarantee women are complaining that men aren't approaching anymore then you see the the other gal like don't you ever approach a man don't you a woman don't you dare but i yelled at him and i like and i feel sympathetic for you young men because well you ain't got no fathers that's for certain your moms don't listen to your moms about they don't know they don't know shit and so then i see a well put together video like this and especially for you Christian boys out there, Christian men, because you got the the religious or philosophical, like, well, you really ought to go and make more Christian babies. And you should find yourself a traditional, you know, God says, God says, God says. What does God say about single mom whores? Where's that in the book? I bet you there's a couple of verses there. So when you see that, and you boys, it... Especially if you're younger, you don't you didn't, haven't gone through basic. I want to make this abund. Let me make this abundantly clear. Was that I do the job and then I get paid, Captain Malcolm Reynolds? Let me make this abundantly clear. Today in 2023, it is not men's problem or responsibility to solve the dating or the marriage, or the courtship, or the making babies crisis. This is not men's responsibility. Because as you all know, if you were to watch this video, I couldn't find out. I'm not even going to promote it anyway. For those of you who have, and I'm not saying you shouldn't ask girls out in public. No, you absolutely should. Forget online dating. That's not my criticism here. Mine is how they've used this video to say, you men need to go and ask out girls more. No, that's not going to solve the problem. Women have to say yes more. Now, women don't want to say yes more. That much is apparent. And I'm not saying that they have to or even that they should. I'm saying if you want to solve this problem, women have to start saying yes to more dates. Because men are doing their part, whether that's online, which people are begrudging. Ladies, <clears throat> what's right? Let me ask you this. Let's go a different angle and I'll get to the, the physically asking of people out. 
What's wrong? What is philosophically or technically wrong with asking people out on an online dating app? Nothing. So what? You met online. There's, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Now, on, today, online dating has turned into a complete wasting, pissing away shit show. But but using the online and online dating, there's nothing fundamentally or philosophically or morally wrong with it. That's fine. Have men not... I'll, have you dipshits that made this video? Have you morons seen a Tinder? Here, everyone go do, everyone go do this. Everyone go look up Tinder Analytics image. Go look up an image of Tinder Analytics and you will see just, God, it's like one in a thousand. Or what was, no, it's worse than that. Well, you will see some of these analytics where a guy will swipe uh, right. And the one that comes to mind is 16,000. It resulted in single digit amounts of dates. That is women's domain. <laughs> That's women. Don't peg this on guys. Don't say men aren't doing their work. Men are swiping. All the faults and problems with online dating aside, I get it. It is very painfully clear. Go pull up any online dating data, in this particular case, Tinder analytics, and you will see men are doing the majority of the work and women are rejecting the vast majority of men. I don't care about match. There's even a a whole other video that could be done about the different stages of of what few percent of men make it to the match stage and then the texting stage and then texting more than three times stage and then the agree to meet out and then you actually meet up in the real world. If you want proof, men have done all they can do right there. I present to you the F. I give you the FBI. I give you online dating analytics. Don't tell me men aren't putting in their effort. Then there's the asking out in person where historically Going back into the 90s, whereas, oh, Gen Xers, we should ask girls out in person. We get our digits. Uh, and I could tell you back then, in times were better dating back then. One in 10 times, if, if, if one in 10 times a girl would say yes to, I have to go back 50, I have to get the numbers. But one in 10 times you end up on a date with the girl. So you'd have to ask out 10 girls. 70% here, the numbers are coming back to me. The rule of 50, 50, 25 isn't exactly there. It's a rule of thumb. But one in 10 times you go on on a date. The majority of girls would actually say yes to a date. You get the number. Or they, I'll take, no, I won't give you my number, but I'll give you my, I get, you could give me yours, which you're like, okay. You're dumber and shit. But we were young. So you take all those instances most would say yes, but then most would also not show up. Or the standard excuse, the excuses you young boys are getting today are the exact same bullshit lies. And that's what it is. I only know the sound it makes when it lies. <laughs> that's a great. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> you got hands. You're all missing out. <clears throat> they like what? What is it? The well, Shannon Rice Lewis. He likes to point out his favorite one is my nephew got six, and I need a baby, or something happened with the now. I have to babysit my nephew. There's the one. Oh, what? I'm feeling ill. My girlfriend, my best friend. This is that was a very common one. I don't know if that was circled around on the 
on the harlot mags back in the day, like teen beat the whatever the hell it was. Uh, your girlfriend just broke up with your boyfriend. Best friend just broke up with her boyfriend. She really needs me now. There's mm -hmm. always there's always the never pick up the phone and don't call. My favorite though, and this is where the ladies truly undermine uh, any men's faith in them, is you had set a date. You'd have a date. Friday, 7 p.m., whatever. And you're on the way to pick them up. And you like you do the obligatory, you know, say, hey, just see if we're still on. You don't hear nothing. And you're like, hey, you're like 45 minutes, you got tickets for the movie or whatever. Well, you didn't have tickets for you. You just showed up at the movie and picked your own damn seat. Uh, this is when we weren't a bunch of pussies back in the day. So you're like, hey, uh, are you around? And then depending on whether it was at the dorm or do you, like, do you even show up at their place? What they use like this. You put you in a very uh, um, impossible situation, and then sure enough, the oh, I fell asleep. Tee hee, tee hee, tee hee. Bet you don't miss court dates. I bet you don't. I bet you don't miss work this much. And so you guys get the whatever the modern day very so. If you were to ask out the girl, <clears throat> that's fine, and you should. Your success rate's going to be higher. But just so you know, a general rule of thumb, you're going to be shot down the majority of the time, all right? And, okay, let me rephrase that. It is likely you will get a number or Instagram handle or whatever, however you kids communicate nowadays. You will get the contact information. The percent that you're actually going to end up on a date, a date, a date, a date. We're not talking marriage. You're not talking making babies. We're, oh my God, men are dying. What are we going to do without the people to pay for our social security? Dude, we're talking a fucking date. 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 Dave. 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 You all don't know all these movies. These are great movies. I'm cool. <clears throat> and And it ain't the guys who aren't showing up. The guys will always, the guys are doing their fucking job. And it is you girls who don't. Now, I understand, and nor do I want to at all, given my libertarian philosophy, you shouldn't have to do anything you don't want to do. If you don't want to go out with the guy, don't. I'd say tell the guy that, but yeah, kick responsibility down the road. Oh my God, my cell phone went out. Fuck. We should have a book of excuses. We should. Somebody should publish a book of excuses. Hey, people, send me in the, in the comments. Come on. I want to hear the excuses. You give me the excuse. I'm going to write a book called The Book of Excuses. I already got the book of numbers listed down below. We get the book of excuses. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, so you're right, ladies. If you don't want to go out with the guy, you don't want to go out with the guy. That's fine. But then there's these guys where it's like, okay. I yeah, just me. I look at it. I'm like, okay, that guy is a pretty good looking guy, and you're not better looking than him. You're really on par with each other. And I know, I know, they all think they're hotter because social media and the television and the movies and the Democrats. Oh my God, you're all fucking Megan Fox. You're all fucking Sophia Loren from 1956. <clears throat> but I'm looking at like, okay, well you could. So in my stupid mind. In my dumb, stupid mind, I'm thinking, well, 
why not go for coffee or a cocktail or dinner or something like that? And you girls have lost that. Guys aren't even taking you out to dinner no more. But why not give the guy a fucking shot? That's what that video should have been. Give a guy a shot. Fuck you with this. Oh, you're just not asking out enough girls. You got to man up. Fuck you. Men aren't the problem. Men are doing their part. Girls have to say yes. And again, you can't, if you're not physically attracted to a guy, you're physically attracted. I get it. But don't tell me there weren't some, eh, maybe. Okay, that's what a date is. Go, go have the fucking coffee. Go get the fucking ice cream. I'm not pissed off at girls. What I'm pissed off is everybody, whether it's the Christian community, you got to go marry her, or the, the regular secular community or online, I'm done with this shit. For the longest fucking time, you girls have been, we're just like you and we're equal. Go be equal then. I mean, the now I know it's foolish and laughable, but it's perfectly logical. It's perfectly moral, ethical, and expected like, well, you're equal. You can't find a guy. Go ask a guy out. Uh, oh, then also, uh-huh, tee-hee, responsibility, pain, rejection. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, you know, when it comes to work and education and politics and, and all that and taking your money, you know, I'm really for feminists. I'm really a moderate. But, you know, then when it comes to, like, paying for stuff and risky shit and like defending the house and fixing the car and all the hard stuff that I'm more of a traditional girl. T fuck off. You hypocrite. Don't I right now. I'll tell you this, but it's, it's not going to, because I, I generally don't believe some, there are some incredibly brave women who have asked men not it happened to me twice. Very rare exception. Uh, and it, it's not going to change. It is not in your nature. But you all are a bunch of hypocrites, Lee. Unless you're asking out, man, you have no right to complain. None. None. Why can't I find a guy? Elders? Like the, you can, you, again, you're looking at the abyss and the deeper, darker part of the abyss. One of the, one of the high crime neighborhood zip codes of the abyss. Are these girls crying? I got a guy. I really like him, but he won't ask me out. Well, gee, I wonder if there's a fucking solution to that. All this beating your chest, strong, independent. You put up this fucking blimp called Lizzo, who's your, your hero. And I don't know what the hell Taylor Swift sings. Oh, you you don't need Hillary Clinton. Okay, let's see it. Well, we're waiting. No one's going to get that one either. And fine, I understand that. I'm not, I'm not asking. Just here, and here, ladies, I, I, won't, I won't deny this. I'm not expecting you girls to have the agency or courage or the responsibility to be the solution to, to ask men. I'm not asking that out. I am kind of, I think it is within women's ability to say, I'm not sure about this guy, but I'll give him a chance. I think that's where you could go. Well, I'm going to tell you this. The reason I'm the audience I'm trying to reach with this is men. Cause you're actually going to do something about it. I'm telling you, this ain't your fault. This ain't your problem to fix. You cannot. <laughs> I'll explain it. Then I'm going I'm to have you change your view. Let's get the sun behind you so you can have the sunlight this problem up. Not look at it and see a silhouette with the sun behind the problem. Guys, you've done enough. You've, you've done enough. Whether it's online dating 
asking the girl out in person, flirting with you have done, and you have to. And you know what? You get rejected. That's fine. Get over the rejection. If if you've done that, you've done your part. But to show you the pain, the insanity, where the real price is, it's it's a, a lot of confusion. It's a lot of rejection. You're going to get rejected, but I think over time you just like, okay, I got rejected. So what? That's that's the name of the game. Um, there's hope that gets dashed. But what really is the price that you guys pay? And you can see it. So now here we are, okay? Analogy time. You're looking right at the problem. But the problem is the sun is behind the problem. So you can't see the details. You just see a shadow, a silhouette of the problem. What I want you to do is go around to the backside of the problem, turn around, and look at it this way with the sun behind your back lighting up the problem. Have you taken the time to see to what lengths and granular level of detail men have gone through to try to get women? Like there is literally no stone left unturned. You have dating gurus. You have pickup artists. You have philosophical books. You have, I remember before the internet, there was a buddy of mine went to a seminar. He had like 2,500 bucks. That's a lot of money back in the day. He came back with a binder full of this. Um, There's cologne. There's the fashion. Now women got some of this too with fashion and lifts and heels, but they don't dress up for men anyway. Uh, The... I'm tr- I'm trying to think. It, it's almost total. Work. Here's your cufflinks. Oh, you should go to this nightclub. Here's how you say. You got to understand. And you can even see some of the books I've written. Of course, I'm part of the Red Pill community. But if and I've made this point before, if you read through the Red Pill community, ironically, it is asking the empirical question: What do women want? And how do we deliver it? You know, take, for example, Rich Cooper, his book, Unplugged Alpha, which highly yet constructively critical of women, still comes to the conclusion like, hey, you guys got to hit the gym. You kind of become the best version of yourself. You possibly can. This increases your chances and all this work and hard. You the red pill literally asks what women want and then goes out and tries to deliver it and give you a, an outline or instruction manual or a how to or, or a chore list. The opposite is on feminism, I guess we'd say would be our opposite number. I deserve, we're entitled to, you You deserve, he better this, he, you're king, you slay queen, your prince will come, all this shit. Oh yeah, you deserve, it's like not once, not once have they ever, what do men want? They want to go with big tits, long hair, a tight ass, no other man's kids who sucks a mean dick and cooks a sandwich. You're never going to say that. Never. <clears throat> It's always self-verifying, self-validating. Ultimately, what it is is an excuse from doing work or daring to be selfless or altruistic enough to think of other people to say, well, what do they want? Maybe I ought to deliver it. It is a, a completely self-indulgent, myopic, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Circular reference, uh, all up in your own ass. There's a word that means all up in your own ass it escapes me now that's that philosophy this one's like oh there's other people at this bargaining table what do we got to do and if you look at all 
the recommendations, the advice, the harsh advice, hit the gym, don't eat what you like to eat. You better have a lot of money. You better go to college or become a trade. You may make a shit ton of money. Wear this suit, wear this tie, wear this, wear this cologne. Go get shot, defend the house, fix the house, build the car. And then here we are, like it still ain't working. And and now you have left no stone unturned. You even go on to leave, started unturning leaves because you ran out of rocks to unturn. You're like, well, maybe it's my cologne. Maybe it's the shoes. Maybe I have a brown belt with, with dark. Di- Look what you're doing. Maybe they just don't like you that much. Maybe it's not you. Maybe, and this is my philosophy, women never like men that much. And you're trying to have, you're trying to solve a problem that is outside of your control to solve. There, guys, there is nothing left for you to do. Now, I mean philosophically on a on a macro culture-wide level. Uh, on an individual level, oh yeah, I could point out to a lot of boys and and women are right in this regard. I mean, what is it? Sixty percent of men, young men, are overweight. Um, you got the, the soy boy, neats, incel, stay at home, do your pot type. Um, you guys aren't. You know what to do. I think what a lot of this is. No, it ain't worth it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Much easier jerk off to the prawn. And have mom and dad pay for me or the government get a disability check because girls just love voting Democrats. So, so they'll keep me alive. But I'm not I'm not going to I'm not doing what's in Rich Cooper's book. That's too much work. I'm not going to. And for what? What an exchange. So maybe they've done their own cost benefit analysis. But the point is, we know. Everybody, every guy, kind well, unless you were brought up on a, a truly delusional household be yourself are you still telling your kids that be yourself girls just like a sensitive 90s guy oh man follow your heart money will follow you better support when you know you should vote democrat and be in it you guys still getting that dating advice no we all know what it is be tall you can't really control but beyond that you can control everything else work out make a lot of money then again depending on your iq and capabilities that's another issue it's not totally under your control i get that (laughs) Uh, be dashing, be fun, be adventurous, be funny. All true. But after a while, you're like, at what cost? At what time? And then you're still gonna. (laughs) There's still the, ah, my nephew slipped and fell. (laughs) And his dad is a douchebag, but we still bred with him anyway. And he's not taking care of my sister really needs me. Like, why the fuck did I get a master's degree in nuclear engineering for this shit? Why do I go to the gym? <laughs> and that, or worse, what am I doing wrong? Oh, maybe it's I got silver cufflinks instead of gold cufflinks. And that's what this video, not my video, the one I'm ripping apart, and or the pastors who gotta go and gotta approach those. No, no, this is a two person a two party situation you need both parties willing to play and i've i've used the analogy before it's like playing tennis you hit the ball if they don't hit the ball back fuck it there ain't no game and the solution isn't that men have to hit more balls waiting that maybe becky or whoever the fuck it is across the net hits it back 
You hit the ball once. No, you leave the. I don't care if you see her right there with her tennis racket standing or how cute, you know, they got that 80s tennis skirt thing going on. I don't care if you can see her. If she doesn't hit the ball back, leave. You got shit to do, like live a life. And that is the most apt and accurate description of the dating world today in, in the West. You girls ain't hitting the ball back. You're not saying yes. You're holding out for you. Look, you all ain't that great. I know I slam on guys. 60% of them are overweight. 60% of you young girls are overweight too. You come to the table. I am the table. No, you bring a bunch of debt, usually some other guy's kid, a bunch of liabilities, a bunch of headache, and a fucking attitude that should have long been eradicated long ago because it's not good. Forget male, female. It's not conducive to having any relationship with another human being because it's all you. Now throw that in. You you know, you want to form a family or something. It can't just be the me, 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 me show. Bail me on my student loans. I got to get a master's degree. So it is squarely in women's court, squarely. This is not men's problem. And the only thing I hope to do with this video is to let you boys know that. Now, this doesn't mean you go sit and jerk off to the prawn and play video games all the time and do the pot or the Adderall or whatever the cool hip drug is this time with a bunch of losers, right? If you see a girl, you ask her out, all right? If you want to do online dating, I don't recommend it. It's a pissing way of time. <clears throat> but I, I think... An hour and a half, the average person, male and female, spends an hour and a half on dating apps. Or at least they did. They're kind of going on a, out of fashion because ain't nobody getting no dates. If you spent that hour and a half in a gym, you would definitely improve your chances with women. Ladies, the same thing with men. All right, do, do your part, right? But for the love of God, guys, once you've done your part, know you've done your part. That's it. Like, I... Think here, and you kind of like, well, how how granular should I go? How to what level of detail? See, and here's where someone like Troy Francis would come in, and and he would he would know. I'm not, obviously I'm not a big guy on fashion. Do I have fashionable clothes? Yes. Could I go and put them on it if I wanted to? But for you, for for all you men out there, young or old, but particularly young, look, support yourself. Stay out of debt. Have good finances, have a good career or profession, whether that's a trademan, an accountant, an engineer. Be honorable and have integrity, meaning like you honor your word. You show up on time. You're not a skis bucket. Right? I'm not saying don't be a bad boy. I'm not saying don't go ride a motorcycle, put on a leather jacket and tell a girl no or like you got shit going. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you don't steal, you know, don't be, don't steal from people. Don't, don't, you know, kind of one-on-one stuff. By a certain age, if you found out where you want to live, home ownership isn't the worst thing. Can't be, I can't afford, it's not, the, I'm not talking about current day interest. I know, I know, Just I'm just giving you goals. Have reliable transportation. Uh, be hygienic. Go to the gym and get in shape. And after that, guys, fuck it. If that's not good enough, fuck that shit. No, I'm not going to sit and look at my cufflinks. Maybe. And that's why I think I would draw the line at Troy Francis. Good fashion and being charismatic. So you got to put effort into your personality. You have to be, you have to have courage to talk to girls. Be presentable. All right. 
walk up. But beyond that, no. If that's not good enough for you girls, nothing will fucking ever be. Nothing. I, I, of course, you know, you're going to all get your Ryan Gosling. You're all, your prince is all around the corner. I've talked about that. I bet you, if I snuck out the door of that, I bet you if I looked around, Jason Momoa would be hiding behind that. He's right there hiding behind that corner, I bet. And ladies, you just haven't turned enough corners yet. Oh, that Jason Momoa, that sneaky bastard, always moving to the next corner. <laughs> Fuck it. Men got lives. We got shit to do. We got to go make a living. We got to earn a, and I don't know. I, I don't know about you guys, but I think a lot of you guys would like to have an enjoyable life. Not going up to girls at coffee store. Hey, can you want to go out? Sure. Okay. And then having like, when we were young, we were horny. So it didn't really matter. Like you would, but I look at it now, the demoralizing effects of getting such a bullshit lie about, I mean, what? I, I got to work tomorrow, what, whatever. What It's just like, oh, fuck off. And I'll tell you this, boys, a little bit of, little bit of added advice from good old old man Cappy. You can find me at assholeconsulting.com. And you can look this article up on my old blog, uh, The Rule of 50-50-25, Captain Capitalism. You can find it. Don't expect a date. You're You're – the the flake rate is anywhere between 56 to 70. I'm arguing closer to 70. If you have a date, do not you do not have a date. You have to have a plan B and make sure you're okay, whatever. You could go hang out with your buddies. You got a day of video games or you go to the bar you're going to go to anyway. You meet her there. All right, but do not get your hopes up. At least half the time you're going to get flake time. And don't take it personally. It doesn't reflect upon you. You didn't do anything wrong. Well, you could have maybe if you were fat and doing Adderall and like, you like playing video games? But if you did what I listed before, clean cut, working, good finance, et cetera, et cetera. Hang on, what is that? Oh, that's the that's the pump. <clears throat> you've done your you've done your you've done enough. And now it's up to them. Here's the ball. I'm hitting the ball over the fence. Let's see if he hit it back. If she hits it back, don't you dare pick up another ball and hit it. You go on, you find another girl that wants to play. And for the rest of you guys out there, like this, this cabal. See, that's why I, I smell shit, man. I smell rotted fish with these like fake profiles and this fake guy. This is probably a gal. Fuck you, people. Lying to men. Men gotta solve the pro- Fuck you. No, this is not our problem. This is not, no. No, you solve it. You we're done. We're fucking done with this shit. And the confusion that I think is what really put the burr in my saddle on this one is you're gonna lie to these people. You just gotta try a little harder. Well, you just need to get a master's degree, then you'll get the jobs. Fuck you. The whole system is fucked up. No, absolutely not. So there you go. Link below. A world without men. I strongly recommend any girls who are watching this, you please read that book to find out what's going to happen when men quit society. I'm not saying you girls have to go and marry. I'm not. I'm not. But you might want to be curious what's going to happen when the army of 7 million men who aren't working right now turns into 12 million men on top of the 7 million men who are now in the 30s and not working or the 40s and now where you go find out what will happen without men. 
Men, I strongly recommend you also pick that up. So anytime you hear this fucking bullshit that women don't need men and you're a piece of shit and oh my God, you're like, whoa, shit. Actually, as a group, not me, but as a group, there's nothing wrong with being men. Matter of fact, we're pretty fucking vital to the economy in any society. So please get that. There's also the book of numbers, not the biblical ones called the book of numbers. Analyze the ROI in the pursuit of women. Boys, you get one life and you're going to make a certain amount of money in that life. Some of that money should presumably go to you to keep you alive. And I don't know, maybe have a little bit of fun. <clears throat> but if you look at the amount of time and effort you're going to be spending chasing girls, that is your biggest single expenditure. And before you please... Every Gen Xer is like begging you young boys, please don't go to the nightclubs. Please don't be stupid like we were. Every baby boomer guy out there is like, please don't get married. Don't get divorced three times like we did. You have to analyze this pursuit because it's so costly to make sure you don't literally ruin your fucking life. Choosing the wrong girl, wasting too much time at the nightclubs. <clears throat> making decisions because you hope to get laid. So please go get that book, the book of numbers, analyze the ROI and the pursuit of women. And then, then you'll also be more judicious with how, with how you chase girls. You'd be like, oh yeah, it ain't worth my time. She's hesitant. I'm, I'm going to go out with this one. Oh, this one, she, she called me back. She seems nice. She has her family intact. She likes her dad. Wow. <laughs> There's another bit of free advice. If she likes her dad, that's about the best you could hope for. She knows her dad. That'd be good too. And then, guys, as always, uh, look, you're like, well, what do I do? You know, I try to ask it, what do I do? There's so much other stuff to do in your life. I recommend getting your finances together. That's why I have a fair amount of publications and books and resources. Uh, consider getting Bachelor Pad Economics, the financial advice Bible for men, and get your financial act together. Get out of debt. Go work another job. Pay off your student loans. If you need a, a swift kick in the balls to like, well, to do that, so you get motivated, I recommend taking Achieving Financial Excellence. You can find that on Teachable. Just search Achieving Financial Excellence. And you'll find, I think I have them linked below. So there you go. To, <clears throat> to all you people that put that video together, no, fuck off. Fuck right off now with that shit and fuck off some more. Matter of fact, the United States National Park Service is opening up a new park. It's called the it's called Fuck Off National Park. You go over there and have some fun. <clears throat> I'm just I'm just so pissed off and sick and tired of putting blame where it's not. And then because you guys have a sex drive, you actually think there's something wrong with you. And here's another just another extra. Go watch any of these female dating coaches and look at their demands and well, he better this and all these hoops. And none of them are actually like you understand, be in shape, make some money, all this other stuff. But all this wishy washy bullshit, a lot of times it contra go watch, go watch female dating coaches, go look at them. Say, who the fuck is going to meet that requirement? There's no fucking because it, 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 it negates the other requirement you just said. I can't meet both requirements. Hey. <clears throat> My truth, the king, five bucks. We knew one day you would embrace your life calling. <laughs> I don't want to. I, we're here. Let's do it. And then someday it will go away. And then I honestly, I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind becoming a cop. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind. There's other things I could do. 
that of a millennial Gen Z life coach. And you own that title, Aaron Celery. No shame, baby. No shame. I didn't, I didn't want it this way. Roosh didn't want that. Roosh wanted to be a, vir a virologist. He wanted to be a biologist. I wanted to be a finance economist guy. Didn't turn out to be that way. <clears throat> I roll, therefore I am, five canadian. It's up to men to solve this problem, as Joker would say, shocking. Here's the other thing. Let me, there's going to be a lot of other things. There's another uh, other thing, the singular other thing. You'll, guys, you'll find out if girls want this problem solved. You're going to, it's already happening. It's been happening for years, but with the new sets of eyes, with you with the sun behind your back looking at the problem, you're going to find out if girls want you or not. You will find out they're not going to ask guys out. They're just not. They're not that interested. They're they're not going to change. They're not going to become – mark my – I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe girls will have a sit-down like, yeah, you know that whole feminism thing? We really ought to step up and start asking out guys or kind of get our act together and not bring debt and maybe think what other men want and maybe we start to live it. That's not going to happen. It could. It could. I don't think it's going to happen. <clears throat> and you boys just want – for once, for once – let them hit the ball back. Stop hopping over the net, grabbing the ball, grabbing her hand, grabbing her racket, having her hit the ball back. You run around like a dope, hit the ball back, run back, jump over the fence, knock that shit off. Just watch their behavior. Watch the next three years. We don't need to go five. This isn't a Soviet-style plan. Just go three years. Just watch. And what they'll do is they'll sing sad songs on the internet and complain and whine, but not a single fucking mother, one of them, is going to ask you out. You'll be sitting there getting the eyes. You won't even notice the eyes are all in your phones. They're not, they're not going to. <laughs> and I'm saying, I'm not saying don't go ask out. You have, go up to your responsibility. But after that, no. Okay, there's no fish here. All right, I'm, I'm back to work, back to hiking, back to big swinging ropes in Moab, Utah, back to painting my painting, back to doing my music, back to hanging out with my buddy, back to get back to your life. Because for God's sake, you don't want to be one of these 68-year-old boomers on their third fucking marriage and it's still not working on the paying alimony. It's not a way to live through life. <clears throat> XL Visor, five bucks. Modern women provide me neither anything I want nor need. So why would I even want to fix something for them? Well, they, they, they in theory, okay, they provide you sex. And in theory, they're capable, in theory, they're capable of providing you love. And then maybe you want to have a family. And just so you know, there are women out there like that. They're just exceptionally rare, which is why I recommend you go get the book of numbers. <clears throat> So don't, I'm not, and here, here's the other, the, the, the silver bullet, although it's not a silver bullet, but it's a technique or a tactic, go to cultures where they're more traditional. If, if marriage and all that's very important to you, boy, you know, you only got a certain amount of time here and maybe going overseas in a more traditional culture might, might get you the girl you're looking for. Um, Drew, two bucks. Been off the apps for a few years and I'm happy. Yeah, because you're just wasting a lot. There's other reasons. It doesn't work for women either, too. I mean, it could. Well, here. Here's another singular thing. If women were really interested in guys, you know what they would do? they go through their inbox and actually go. There are hundreds of men in their inbox, some of which that are on par with attraction. They would That would be their work. if they were. And if women were more intelligent about it, instead of going to the nightclub where you're everyone's wasting their time 
a girl would go through it would it would take hours it would take a lot of time but they would go through their inbox and go through a guy's profile say oh this guy is interesting i think i will go on a date with him but they don't why they don't want to and just so you know guy again ask girls out but you also don't want to offend them or bother them either so kind of pick up on some qc and even that i, I like now you got to read body language like oh fuck i think just a simple hey you single and usually you're not gonna and if a girl's offended by that fuck her if you do a polite seville sort of way don't be drunk when you do it though I'll tell you. <laughs> it's from experience you're not as charming as you think uh yeah oh 1985 five bucks i hate to admit this but tfm has solid points about the solution <clears throat> i i disagree because it's not a human i understand why it's a treatment um and and look i tfm he's a he's a friend i'd like to think uh and i don't disagree with him on many things but it's one of the things i disagree with but i don't begrudge him his solution he's happier but i don't think that's going to be a solution for most I, okay let's put the this gener the current generations of Americans alive today, from my generation, but more so younger. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's it's over. It's fucking over. It's gonna take and it's not even gonna be generation alpha. You're gonna essentially you're gonna need a generation of women brought up not to view men as the enemy or the competitor. So that feminist shit has to go. You're gonna have to teach girls like, no, men are like they could be your allies and friends and you know, love and all that other dumbass shit. But until that happens, it ain't gonna happen. There won't be a solution. Drew, two bucks had a good time on the apps, but it was unhealthy. Drew again, two bucks, four leaf. <laughs> four leaf came back. Was in the sanitation department. He was he was at the Coast Guard. <laughs> Drew, two bucks. Bed give beds give me nightmares. Nick Nolte was awesome. Yeah, it's a great movie. Hat and clogs, two bucks. Cappy, what are your five rules again about anti-poor? Don't have more kids you can afford. Don't major in dumb shit. Don't commit crime. Spend less than you make. Don't get married. You do those five things. And it's statistically very unlikely you will be poor. I mean, other things can happen, but you follow those five rules and there's a good chance you won't be poor. I roll, therefore I am, five bucks. They're equal, are they? Right. No, it's, so I've been hearing for no exaggerating 50 fucking years. I'm still waiting, not holding my breath. Yeah, go go read through that book, A World Without Men. Because you think, oh, there's not going to be any consequence. For, well, we're equal. And, okay, go be equal. It's like, well, all that, that shirking of the responsibility of being equal has tremendous consequences for everyone. So I recommend everyone please pick up that book. <clears throat> Eric, oh, two bucks. Sign us off with the careless whisper kazoo. I will. I, I'll find it. Mark McGonya, five bucks. Emailed you hoping you have the time to do a video this evening. I need the world's greatest economist. I'm either crazy or brilliant, maybe both. All right, I got a backup. I want to do an original because I haven't done an original. I think tomorrow it's going to be, well, it's, see, that sun goes down so early out here. I think it's 7 p.m. and it's not. It's like 3.42. And so then I'm like, my mind is uh, time for bed. And I realized 
rush hour hasn't even started yet, and I still got four or five hours to stay up. So maybe I'll do some. I'll, I'll play catch up. Adam Schmidt, five bucks. After Cappy's done streaming today, go watch How to Become T Rash. Cappy, to what extent are you serious in that video? I'm 75% serious. I mean, obviously, don't become a felon. Yeah, uh, 70% serious, 30% not. If you guys really want to get girls, don't go to college, go to the gym. Right. But that comes at the expense of, of, uh, of impairing your finances, or, or I should say, don't go to school, whether that's trade school or not, go to the gym. So depending on how important women, you know, women want a man who's in shape, go to the gym. <clears throat> but yeah, the I'm 70% serious about it. Obviously, I would not advise actually going getting a felony record, but I do recommend about lying about one. Bill Clinton touched Glenn two bucks and 450 pounds, no job in mom house. How get peen touched? Exactly. See, and then then women do have a legitimate criticism about that. But I'm like, I'm sorry, you raised these boys. You voted for that shit. Alex Patino, truck driver Latino, agent in the field, five bucks. All praise, mighty preacher Cappy. I'll take preacher over life coach any day, but there is no religion. <clears throat> Sean Britton, five bucks, new guys. I'm physically fit, 10% body fat, mid-20s intelligent, but I'm not affluent financially. See, yeah, that's the, pro that's the problem every young 20-something guy. You don't have the money. Can't pick up women in college unless they're antisocial. I've... Uh, yeah, I don't know what, man. See, I'm not on the ground anymore. I'm not at the front lines. Um, the closest experiences I have had, which are somewhat authentic, is I, you know, if there's a cute girl, I got my buddy, the great one. He's in town. He's looking for a girl. I'm like, hey, you single? And it's like, oh, that's not, I, honest to God, really? Is it that, is that shocking? I'm asking for a buddy. Say, uh, 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 uh. like, okay, fuck it. Never mind. I just never mind. <laughs> Every once in a while, a girl be like, okay. Some girls like, yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh yeah, I got a friend, and I show a picture. Oh sure. And I'm like, then I've had numbers exchanged and never calls the guy, never never texts him back. It's like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, they don't hit the ball back, guys. It's not you. Bill Clinton touched me $2. Ryan can teach you how to be a life coach. I don't want to be a life coach. I don't, I don't want to be one. Uh, K, KDZ Carter, five bucks. It amazes me how the epiphany phase makes women believe men will accept them with their past. The red pill lens saves lives. It does. <clears throat> it does. I, if girls were interested, I don't think they got to go do this incredibly deep dive of, of the red pill, but just some of the basic tenets and principles, they would go so much farther in actually finding the guys they want. But once again, I don't think they do. They want men. Yes. But do they want it so much that they would not even change, but entertain and incorporate a little, like take the time to read a couple hours of different philosophy and change their tactics and strategy. No, that's how that I'm not kidding. That's how little demand there is. How 60% of young women are overweight. What's the first step? Lose weight if you want to get the guy. The majority of women aren't going to do that. The majority of men aren't going to do it either. So I'm, I'm like, okay, so again, you love food more than men. I'm sure you want a guy, but.
but you're not going to give up the food or spend time on the treadmill. All right. That we know what, how much demand there is for men. <clears throat> Wiz division productions, two bucks. T rash slayer of single moms entered the chat. Wait, is T rash here? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Where's special guest celebrity T. Oh, here he is. There is T rash. Hello, sir. It's meh. I prefer being inside since it's so cold. Well, I have a question, T-Rash. What do all the T-Rashes do? They even had a video. Okay, this is going to be old school. You guys might remember this one. But there was a Bugs Bunny more, a Looney Tunes episode with Foghorn Leghorn. It was becoming winter. And he had his ramshackle uh, uh, rooster hut. And it was cold and blustery. But then there was the old hen that always had a crush on Foghorn Leghorn. He wanted nothing to do with her. She'd always be like, well, yes. And then he says, well, wait a minute. She's got a nice warm house because hers is all done up and nice and warm. So he actually acts like he likes her. Do the T-Rashes of the world do the same when it comes to wintertime? Because it gets cold out there. It gets cold out there. <laughs> Catch them all, T-Rash. Catch them all. Oh, here he is. Just seeing if there's any more wisdom from T-Rash. How long has he been in the chat room? Okay, well, I'm not going to scroll through the whole... Well, we're glad to have you aboard, T-Rash. You can set these young boys straight on how to get the girl, sir. That's it. Link to the stuff below. Boys, it, ain't, it is not your responsibility. See you guys later, toodles. The term military analyst is not a legally protected term. It's, it's not like doctor. It's more like economist. You know, any asshole can start calling themselves one and fart out a vaguely plausible opinion on the current situation. So let me tell you a little. Most economists, well, okay, all economists are worthless pieces of shit, and you shouldn't listen to them. And yes, I was an economist at one time. Actually, twice, uh, but we don't need to go over my resume. There is a couple things, though, I will say about my illustrious career. I'm dag damn good at valuations. I had to be. That's part of the job. When when you go from being an academic type in economics, well, what do you think is going to happen to this country? Uh, I think it's going to go to shit. Wow, oh, that's not what we wanted to hear. Bad, bad economists. Tell us what we want to hear. All right, Argentina won't default on their loans. Okay, good. That's what we wanted to hear. And that's why I learned how Paul Krugman makes way more money. What dick do you want me to suck? That one, okay, Argentina is not going to default. Oh, spray me with money. I'm Paul Krugman. Can I get a Clark medal? <clears throat> anyway, when you go into the world of banking, things get slightly more real, but not much because they're still like, can we lend everything and pass on the loan to someone else and keep the commission? You sure can. <clears throat> and then you get bailed out by the taxpayer. Uh, but you did have to learn how to value assets. And there are formalized ways in which you can go and value assets. There's uh, asset reconstruction. There's uh, like uh, going out into the market and buying. And like, oh, what would a new car cost? And we'll go out into the market and look at all the new cars and then average them out. And then, um, oh, what was it? There's asset reconstruction. As a conference, there was there were three main ones. They escaped me now, but the main well, not the main one. One of the main ones, one of the three, was a cash flow analysis. You would look at the the profits or the cash flow an investment would generate. You look at the cost of capital. You discount it, kind of like discounting for inflation. And he would say, this is the value of all those future cash flows that this asset is going to generate into the future, kind of like a stock or a bond. <clears throat> and you'd say that sounds awfully. Um, 
not sound. Doesn't sound too like how do you forecast what the profits of a company? And you won't even forecast the profits, you forecast the dividends, the after-tax dividends you would get to figure what the value of a stock would say. How do you forecast that? Like you take a wild guess, you fart it out your ass, and that's why no one can figure out anything in, in Wall Street. <clears throat> but you do it anyway. And that they gave it a fancy name. They called it discounted cash flow. And if you ever go major in finance, you're going to waste at least three full classes on that worthless valuation technique. That being said, the value in studying these valuation techniques is perhaps not so much in their accuracy, which they're not. They're not accurate at all. And as it just so happens, you have to try a best effort because some estimate is better than none at all. But when you look at the underlying assumptions and the math and the statistics involved, you realize that the people who put this together were actually brilliant people. Uh, They're probably mathematicians, not finance people or economists. But but you look like, yeah, that is exactly if we are able to forecast the value, the future cash flows of this asset, whether it's rental property, stock, whatever. And we were able to hold control for variables of the cost of capital and da 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 da, da and discount to today's value. That is theoretically and mathematically exactly what the value of that stock would be or that investment would be. And so I thought it'd be very clever to take two assets, and that would be the brands of LucasArts or Lucasfilm and the Marvel Studio brand, which are both owned by Disney. I think, what did they, they paid $4 billion for one. Hang on, let me take a look. Let's just get the numbers. What did Disney pay for Lucasfilms? $4 billion. Okay, what did Disney pay for Marvel? $4 billion. All right, so $4 billion a piece. And the idea there was, okay, we got these creative IPs, the brands. And if we take these IPs and we plug them into the movie-making machinery of Disney, we could increase the value a lot more. We can generate multiple billions of dollars. And they kind of did. I think the uh, the first prequel, sequel, equals whatever the hell. Chick Star Wars came out, the first one. I think it, it broke a billion. The next one broke it. The other one didn't. <clears throat> then Solo flopped. And then it continues on Marvel, Marvel, the, that, that whole Tony Stark, uh, to the, uh, infinity wars and Endgame, that generated many billions of dollars. And so if you had stopped at that moment in time and said, boy, shucks, howdy, look at this. They generate multiple billions of dollars every year. And if you want to do a real short, really short cut and paste version Evaluations. You can always take a PE ratio of the S and P 500 and apply it <clears throat> to the profit. So let's let's just I when did let, just come with me on this one. Um, how much profit in 2019? Because wasn't 20 no 2018. Hang on, when was Endgame? Endgame was 2019. How much? Profit, Marvel movies, 2019. Um, well, shoot, that's okay. These are all, <clears throat> that's revenue. 
How much did Marvel Studio make in uh, 2019? Five billion worldwide. Now I think that is sales. Five billion in sales. Accumulated just over five billion. Right. Okay. So let's just call 2.5 billion in profits. Right. You follow me so far? One year, <clears throat> 2.5 billion in profits just from Marvel alone. Now let me take a look at the S&P 500 index, P.E. ratio. What was it in 2019? So in 20, what the hell is this? Just show me the chart for God's sake, will you? <clears throat> 24. So what you're going to do is you're going to take 24 times 2.5 billion. So at that moment in time, if you use just a very quick P.E. ratio, and apply to the profits that Marvel Studios estimate provide that one year. The market value was $60 billion, assuming you could sell it. Okay, I'm just giving you an idea. So Disney bought it for, at $4 billion, went up to $60 billion based on the profits if we were to apply P.E. ratio to it. So where is it today? Because the movies haven't made money. Matter of fact, both LucasArts and Marvel Studios have lost money. I think in 2023, I think they're approaching a billion-dollar cumulative loss between the two studios. So that brings up a question. So what's the value of these brands? They paid $4 billion apiece back in the day. We did an example with uh, Marvel Studios, roughly at $60 billion. And now, well, if they don't make money, what's their value? So you might say, Cappy, you're an economist. You're a brilliant man. You know your math and your arithmetic. <clears throat> What's the value? And I can tell you right now, the value is zero. Because they lost money. And they continue to lose money. I don't have to do a complex analysis. And no matter which analyses you do, discounted cash flow, asset reconstruction, it doesn't matter. These brands are now losing money. And so this, I explained this in the dot-com days where people were buying up all these dot-com stocks and they were losing money. I'm like, that's like paying somebody to kick you in the nuts. You're spending money to lose money. And, oh, but these intelligent people, these analysts, they knew so much better. They were on Squawk Box. So they knew so much better. They, oh, what do you mean stock market crash? Dot-com? Oh, you mean Beanie Babies don't have any value? <clears throat> And I wanted to point that out. I know everyone goes and makes fun of the woke trash. They go and make fun of the politics. They go and make fun of the horrible movies that these movies have become. I want to point out this. There is literally no value in these brands anymore. They were they, under Lucas or Marvel Studios, which I think were unto themselves. They had $4 billion in value. Then, at, well... I don't know if Lucasfilm's ever profitable. Indiana Jones 6, whatever the hell we're up to now, really. Really, are you that fucking stupid? Apparently you are. Star Wars, oh my goodness. See, at least at least Marvel shot up <clears throat> and then it went down. Star Wars is just a... Like when the Star Wars... So, I don't know, Kathleen Kennedy, you never saw the first Star Wars probably, but Obi-Wan Kenobi takes down the director beam and just goes... I know you don't watch these things to make sure that you're got integrity in the future. Anyway, that's what happened. You just went. You had a franchise. You had an IP that was a in 20, 
$14? When was it purchased? In many inflation dollars ago, that was a billion-dollar guarantee every movie. And now it's shit. Now you lose money. Indiana Jones, same thing. And now the Marvel is gone. And your IPs are worthless. You lost at minimum $4 based on your cost basis, $60 billion based on the peak, which, of course, one can argue those peaks don't always stay. It's, you know, like I said, buying a dot-com in early 1999 and get it or a house in 2007 or a college degree ever. <laughs> oh, you kids. Oh, don't listen to those nerdy economists when they tell you not to major in dumb shit. What do they know? Oh, remember when you all paid like 120000 in four years of your youth? For those stupid liberal arts, man, you're like you're like Disney. <laughs> but they have no value now. And I just wanted to point out the value destruction of Disney. Kathleen Kennedy, maybe. Kevin Feige, uh, Bob Iger, maybe. I, it's all of you. All of you. You took what was arguably the two most, or at least one of the most valuable IPs, one you actually added value to, as I would expect a multi-billion dollar premier media company to do, and then you fucked it all up. And you fucked it all up. I, Bob, I appreciate your cope. <clears throat> well, it was the writer's strike, and then I had flatulence, and then, uh, and then the weather was kind of cloudy or whatever. You have shit writers. You have lazy people. And your bigoted, sexist, racist politics doesn't sell with anyone. That's it. There you go. Ooh, let's slap some more vagina on it. Ooh, is it black vagina? Oh, more black vagina. Yay! And you write and produce shit. See, Marvel, the, at least it was like, okay, Tony Stark, Captain America, Black Panther, oh, you know, Thor, everyone's in a, a Black Widow. Okay, it was good. It was good. Then you compare it to like Star Wars, like, we're going to just start off shit and go down. And then Indiana Jones, oh, God, you should have, you, well, never mind, you ain't going to listen. <clears throat> and if all you did, all you did was put in Here's here's what it all, all it boils down to. I know there's a lot of media commentary and all that. Why? And it's the woke politics and it's the racist, sexist politics. And it's the, right. You're lazy. You're just lazy. You don't want to come up with new and innovative characters. You don't want to come up with good writing. You don't want to come up with taking the time to sit and think things. I have several fiction books in mind. I'm a nonfiction writer. And they're two different beasts. And never writing a fiction book before, I know at least that I have to make sure there is integrity. And I spend a tremendous amount of time outlining and developing my characters. Matter of fact, by the time we were to tally up all the hours I would put into all the different subcomponents of writing a book, I probably would put more time into designing the book and the characters, making the plot head no plot holes, all the foundational work before uh, more work in there than actually writing the book. Because <clears throat> I don't want to produce shit. But you NBA corporate-laden motherfuckers, 
who just think there's a shortcut to everything instead of innovation and creativity and coming up with original stuff, then you just take them and compartmentalize. Well, the writer's going to write and the director going to direct and the producer going to produce. Oh, plus a spark, not a sparkling. Like you get the biggest spatula, you go dig down into like this, this thing of kind of like, I don't know, butter or cream or lard or whatever. Big old scoop of black vagina. It's the wop. There you go. That'll make people see it. <laughs> oh, and make sure to make all the white men the enemy. Okay. Make sure they're the bad guy. And then me and the old white guys are like, uh, you know, we still make up a good like 45% of the 40% of the population here. We do have the most money. We do. Wow. Okay. All right. But not on a per capita basis. Well, we still got some. And then you let these idiots called Hollywood actors go on and mouth off about politics. It, you're just lazy and, and stupid. Let's not forget that. You're stupid too. But it's lazy. You can't come up with anything original or creative. And it fucking shows. And now you had, I mean, literally gifts from God. Whether it's George Lucas or whoever the hell was founding Marvel. I'm not too aware of the comic history there. You got this. You could have ran with it. It's you. You guys are the problem. Now, the IPs might have value, and, and they do. <clears throat> we do. For example, what was once my favorite restaurant was called Perkins. Perkins has filed for bankruptcy multiple times. They just can't generate cash flow because their management sucks. The brand still might have some value. That green circle with Perkins, that, that has brand name recognition. And just as the history or lexicon or what's it called, the uh, canon of all the different characters and Lucasfilms and all that, that, that has some kind of value. The, the brand, the visual thing, I guess probably maybe still has value. I don't know, but it's, it sure is fuck not in your hands. Those IPs, those brands have zero value as long as they sit at Disney because Disney is a bunch of talentless, worthless fucking hacks and your political assholes on top of it too. Your writers have no real world experience. They've never suffered. They never worked real jobs. They don't know how to write people because they themselves aren't people. They just come from mommy and daddy. And I'm going to go to college and work at Cali. Oh, my goodness. Ah, the oppressions of the vaginas. And that's all you fucking know. And then we get this. It, it's worthless to you guys. Those brands have zero value, both from a fundamental uh, financial analysis perspective and from an asset perspective zero value as long as they're in the hands of disney and the only way the only way those brands are going to have value again is if they're in different hands which means you're going to have to sell them now i don't want to tell you bob how to do your job because you do it so shittily you do it so fucking shittily i i learned long ago not to get angry or get vengeance because you people are so fucking stupid you'll do it yourselves you will fuck your guy you will fuck up your own shit you will go down in your sleep unaware you're doing it. Go down to a gun store, grab yourself a shotgun, and shoot off your own foot. Wake up, oh my god, it's the writer's strike, it's it's the weather, it's the pandemic, it's Trump. It's it's brilliant. So I don't I want to tell you how to do your job, but I'm just gonna predict. I guess all economists do. You're gonna have to sell them, guys. Sell them. They're of no value to you now. They're of no value to society. Oh, please, Kathleen, 
you worthless fucking hack. Please go make the Ray movie. Please. And please give it a good old Disney budget of a quarter billion minimum. <laughs> We're not even getting angry. We're just like, yeah, keep going, man. This is like watching some sanctimonious leftist asshole get the degree in some lording over the rest of the peons type of degree, like political science or sociology. We just know so much better. Is your solution more taxes and more of other people's money? Shock. It's watching one of these assholes get the degree in this worthless sanctimonious shit. And then like say, oh, you know what? I'm going to get a master's or a doctorate. Like keep doubling down, babe. Keep doubling down. It's not my $150 million you're going to lose. It's going to be the taxpayers. And I, I don't know. Let's take a look. <clears throat> Disney market cap, meaning their total value, the total value, $169 billion. So you're down half. Well, that, that would kind of stand to reason. So you were at what? Over $300 billion? Let me take a look. Uh, five year. So is this the stock price? Okay, that's the stock price. So it was at 200. Now it's it's less than half, a little bit less than half. All right. So that was 169 billion. Yeah, about 60 billion was the loss of uh, going from a peak. Was it in 2019 when you were like 2021? Oh, the peak was 2021. Interesting. Not 2019 when the actual value. Where the hell did all that value come from? But the well, markets aren't rational. <clears throat> all that profit from the uh, Marvel should have popped up in here in 2019 but it was only a peak of 151 then for whatever reason you got up to $200 a share almost in 2021 oh look at all the scoops of black vagina just didn't help your stock price <clears throat> and I'll tell you this for you Disney assholes and the rest of Hollywood it has been a joy watching everybody else make fun of you it's it's been a joy. That's where the real entertainment is to watch your totally unconnected, horrifically low quality slop be pushed out there. Like you actually spend cumulatively billions of dollars trying to promote this shit. And you think it's gonna sell. And then you've got rookies who've never worked at a media company, they just rookie people pointing it out. And we have way more fun and entertainment watching people make fun of you. And just lampoon you on an international stage than any of this shit that you've come out with lately. And oh God, please, please, please have Snow White and the Seven Portlanders. Please, please have them have that come out. <laughs> you know what? I don't think you advertise enough. I think you should spend triple the budget on advertising. We didn't know about the Marvels. I just heard about it just now. And please spend spend at least half a billion dollars on advertising the Ray Ray movie. <clears throat> I mean, it's gotten so bad that I'm wondering. Hang on, let me let me take a look. Die Hard re-release box office. I want to see how much Die Hard's bringing in. Lifetime gross eighty three million. Of course, that's in nineteen eighty eight dollars. I'm just wondering. Yeah, are. I had one guy say the um, uh, Bruce will return to theater was a week ago. I want to know. I want to know what Die Hard the re-release brings in. 
I want to know if it beat the Marvels. I want to know a movie that would, that, oh, oh, by the way, a good movie. You know, it came out 35 years ago. I want to see if it's re-release can beat a, a modern release from Disney. <clears throat> and you keep on going, man. Just go, we'll go watch, we'll go watch Godzilla. We'll go watch other other theaters. We'll stay at home. We'll watch movies at home. We'll take our DVDs that you haven't stolen from us. I'm gonna go watch the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'll go watch Hogan's Heroes of Gunspot, but we sure as fuck ain't watching your your rah-rah vagina bullshit anymore. And by God, I go ahead. I people are to oh, we want you fired. Want you. No, I want you in some I want you to continue losing millions, hundreds of millions, cumulatively billions of dollars. Keep going. And just, I don't think you were political enough. I think you need to have Brie Larson be your spokesperson and you really got to slam on white men some more, okay? Get two scoops of black vagina. Not only is one good again, and get a bigger spatula and and just add more politics. That's what we need. Nick Corkadilis, two bucks. Your opinion on passion STEM degrees? Botany here. Botany, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Never even, I've, I've heard of that. I didn't know of, it, of a degree. You want to avoid the biological sciences. There really isn't it's one of the few STEM degrees that don't have a real job at the end of it. You just go teach with that shit. No, not botany. No, sorry. I Look, I didn't want to become a writer. I didn't want to become a ballroom dance instructor. That's what the world wants me to do. Okay? Go do what the world wants you to do. And if, uh, I don't know, if you could do something adjacent, I don't know what, electrical, chemical engineering? Nothing biology. Uh, Heinrich Dorfman, two bucks, over-engineered is, is my word of the year. Great word. In what, in regards to the Disney films? Javier Bergas, 200 Argentine uh, pesos. What are they worth nowadays, Javier? What is that, like 30 cents? I don't care about fiction anymore, but no wonder why Korean movies and series are so popular. Hollywood sucks, basically. Right. I have a list of old-school Japanese-Asian films as well, Chinese-Asian um, <clears throat> like old samurai, old detective films. I'm gonna watch some of them are black and white. I'm not watching Hollywood. I, yeah, I, well, I go on my hike and do more outside than I do. And I'm gonna go watch Die Hard, but I'm not watching any new shit. Oh, and by the way, you assholes in Hollywood, but especially Disney, you guys got at least five years of groveling and turning your ship around, and you better release some quality. Here's the sad thing you're gonna have to like be unrewarded you're actually going to have to do hard work write in some good scripts get some good writers or you have to put your heart you have to pour your heart and soul into creating some new movies for people to say oh it isn't pre-lube more sjw woke politics dildo they're going to shove up my ass it's just it's just going to you, you you turn the oil tanker around now you get to turn it back around and it's going to take a while MK Solid, two bucks, turning uh, SW and Marvel into girls' brands is absurd. They kind of already, like James Bond, everybody liked James Bond. Women like James Bond. Everybody liked Tony Stark and the original Marvels. We did. What else do we like? We all liked Shrek, right? It wasn't like there weren't women in the... Stop 
trying to advertise. Look, if you're going to advertise to women, then come up with a women's movie. Stop trying to make things that are for men infinite for women. They did it with Barbie, where they didn't. It was a girl movie. They made a chick flick. Oh my God, it sold. Captain resting bitch face and her flat ass. Holy Christ. Oh. Universal Court at eight Australian. The ultimate side effect of going woke is going broke. Not always. I mean, it, it can be done. But like I said before, it, the politics and all that, that's, it's a symptom. They're lazy. They're not going to put together a good project. It's just going to be, well, we got to get a black guy in and a Hispanic female. And then, oh, Blue Beetle, get fucked. I don't even think that was a Disney thing. Hey, it's the first Latin American Spanish guy. Shut up. And come up with something new. It it really is insulting. We're like, look, these idiots will believe anything because we just like said, hey, we're Hispanic. These dumb Latinos will sign up. Look, and now the actor actually played Blue Beetle is actually pretty good. Put this, yeah, it would just paint a vagina on it. All the women will show up. They're stupid like that. Is that really what you think, Disney? They'll eat all this slop because look, it's got Brie Larson. She's a bitch. <clears throat> Javier Vargas, uh, 200 Argentinian pesos. I'll be sending you dollars in a few months if everything goes okay. Ah, you coming to the States? You got some work out here or what? You guys just got another libertarian guy. You don't want to stick around and check it out? Heinrich Dorfman, two, uh, four bucks. Exactly. You hear what it's like to be an actor these days. Nothing like what it was, what it was like for the high quality films we know and love made on budgets. Dude, I, I'm shocked how many people have not seen the guns of Navarone, like old dudes too. I'm like, what do you mean? You haven't seen the guns of Navarone. You guys want here. Do you want to see a good movie? Do you want to avoid going to the movie theater and having a bunch of feminists who hate people and men particularly tell you how much you suck? Do you want to avoid that? Would you like to have a pleasant experience instead? Go rent the guns of Navarone. But it's a classic. It's amazing. I'm sorry. Oh, Kathleen Kennedy. I'm sorry. The heroes are all men. Though there are some. Where are the female heroes? There actually are. Well, ah, I can't ruin the movie. There's a cool female hero in this one. This is in 1962. No female heroes before. Shut the fuck. This is real. Go why? It's great. It's great. Gregory Peck and David Niven are in it. One of the best speeches ever in cinematic history. Watching Gregory Peck and David Niven act, you're like, holy shit. Got fucking two dumb twiddly twits twerking on on She-Hulk. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking frauds and hacks. Shut the fuck up. Just get the fuck. Go watch that. You go watch the She-Hulk show. And then you go watch Guns of Navarone. You will see how far we've fallen. Heinrich Dorfman, two bucks. Nothing like a high quality films over-engineered. Javier Vargas, Malay is going to get rid of the peso dollarized. Really? Well, he is an economist. He ain't a dumb one either. I would have thought he would have uh, pegged it to like a gold or something. Heinrich Dorfman, uh, two bucks. There's a female standoff in guns. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't ruin it now, Heinrich. Don't ruin it. 
uh, Universal Coordinates, eight Australian. Do you know about the Disney boycott because of Elon Musk? Yeah, because they're not advertising on Twitter. I have, I pay, um, what did I do? I had to pay to get a blue check mark because I wanted to do something else with Twitter and I was only going to do it one month. And now that Disney and all of them are boycotting, I'm like, no, Elon can have my money. I'll subscribe for, yeah, you could take my $7 a month. I'll support Twitter and fuck Disney. Fuck you. Elon's never come up to me and made me the bad guy. And like, oh, you're oppressing all these people. No, no, no. It's the first. No, no, no. Fuck you. You hate white males. That's it. Period. Full stop. Shut the fuck up. But by all means, go make another Ray movie. <laughs> all right. That's it. Link below. You, you. Oh, by the way, couldn't help but point this out. Like Elizabeth Theranos, you know, kind of was pretty bad for, or no, Elizabeth Holmes was pretty bad for the Theranos stock market. Kathleen Kenny, don't know if you're too good for the Disney stock market, or stock price. So if you guys want to know where this all ends up, go get my book, World Without Men. Because you you want that, right, Disney? Like, oh my God, no men, no men, no men. Like, right? Well, you ever you ever look at what men do as an economist? Have you, have you ever checked that out? If you look at the labor statistics, I did. Maybe you go read that book, you people in Hollywood. Maybe you do that. You shut the fuck up. You quit making us the bad guys. All right. Seriously, all you in Hollywood, get fucked. From America to you, toodles. Asshole. Hang on, I had it. I had it. Did I? I got rid of it. God darn it. God darn it. Let just very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Barbara. Barbara. Fural smiles. Smiles. Oh, she ain't smiling now. So, uh, I got two Modern Life John sent me this article, and it turns out to be true. Uh, and then someone else sent me another article. Let me let before we get into the articles, what have I what have I told my team? My team, regardless of your race or your sex or what genitalia you like to lick, what have I told my team about working in corporate America? That it wasn't all that meritocratic before, and it sure the fuck isn't now. <clears throat> and that down the road. I even wrote an article. This is like a five-year-old article where I said, let women have corporate America. Let them have it. Because I predict that in the future, these corporations will no longer be tenable. They will no longer be places you want to work. Uh, but also they will. I, I really honestly think that as, as things continue on, I'm looking at them like, you're not going to be able to function. You're just not going to be able to function. Because instead of being mature adults, everyone want to play the popularity game and not worry about what kind of color skin do you do you lick this genitalia? Okay, we have we have not enough dick suckers with dicks and not enough vagina lickers who have vaginas, uh, but we have a little bit too much black male, but we need some Latin X, but hopefully they're in a wheelchair. Fuck that shit. The only purpose 
corp, large corporate employers serve now is to get that little bump on your resume, that little jewel, and then you get the fuck out of there. And ideally, not everyone could do it. Depends on your profession. You become part of the 1099 superior race. And you say, you have fun, ladies, with all your corporate girl boss bullshit. We're out of here. And if you need someone to actually do the work for $300 an hour, my IT consultants and myself will help you get your shit together. <clears throat> and no, 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 no. We will not be going to diversity and inclusion training. We are equals, not your inferiors. We are contractors. We are hired guns. You have all your W-2 wage slaves with their MBAs take your diversity and inclusion shit. So the basic premise is that once you, you may not like meritocracy, but there's no other fair system. There's no other universal. Look, everyone works hard regardless of who you are and the best person gets the job. You may not like it, but at least, at least it was a universal standard set. They have now abandoned that for what is nothing more than bigoted policies. And I won't, I wouldn't say I'd be live. I didn't say that because that skews towards women because women are an oppressed majority. They are the majority of the population because men die earlier than women because we choose to. <clears throat> like, oh, and then there's a huge push push for the girl boss thing. I'm like, oh, that is not a ship I'm getting on. I'm not getting on that boat. Mm -mm, fuck nobody. Nope, 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 nope. To the nope, to the nope, to the nope. Mm -mm. New. So it's, I guess it started a little earlier than I thought. Let's go to this one. Uh, women suing Disney over gender pay gap gain class certification. The class action lawsuit will represent nearly 9,000 women. If I recall correctly, that's just in California. <laughs> Where should we set up our corporation? California. <laughs> Who say they earn on average? Are you ready for it? 2% less than men in the same job classification. <clears throat> Which to me, I'm like, it could be a rounding error. 2%? 2%. Uh, Los Angeles, a Superior Court judge on Friday agreed to certify a class of female plaintiffs suing the Walt Disney Company over a gender pay gap. Oh, all your virtue signaling, Disney. All your woke Marxist bullshit politics. And not only did it ultimately corrupt your product, now you're getting sued. You all raised a bunch of Democrat kids. You all had the teachers come in. You all taught everybody the most important thing about them was their traits. They believed it. And if there's anything slightly different in outcomes, it's because they were discriminated against, not because of choices or, God, 2%. That could just be... That that could almost be a rounding error. I'm like, if you came up with fifteen percent, I'd be like, "Hey, something's wrong there. That might that might be two percent. Two percent. Let's sew up." You created these Frankenstein monsters, and now they're attacking you. And you can go fuck yourselves. <clears throat> they thought they thought like currying favor. With and let's let's be very clear about what this is. Forget the race and the gender and all all these traits that have nothing to do with it. You have raised a generation of adult children who are perpetual victims, and you couldn't wait to hire them based on diversity standards. And now it's coming to bite you 
in the ass. We all could have been about meritocracy. The best person wins the job, hard work, discipline. And if there were genuine cases of bigotry and discrimination, sure, fine. We, we want that expunged from it. You just raised a bunch of whiny little victims, regardless of the color, regardless of the gender. And now, now you get this. It, today it's 9,000 women suing Disney. I don't know how many employees they got. What's it going to be 10 years from now? What, what, you're not going to be able to function. So I always, look, it was a nightmare to work for these corporations anyway. You never want to work for corporate America anyway. Please heed our Gen X experience, right? But now there ain't going to be employers to work for. The, mark my words, corporations are going to have to change their corporate structure to where it's all contractors, where you could just get fired or the contract ends, or they head. I always thought it'd be a really good idea for corporations to headquarter in Dubai, where it would be a Muslim. And then they say, well, we're a Muslim com company. You can't tell us that's violating our religious rights. If you're like, oh, 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 you're okay. Oh, all right. I think that would provide a, a ton. Well, and then you're also under a different law and legal jurisdiction. And then I don't know. May, just here, think of that. Go on with me. What if Disney were to move to Dubai or be bought out by the Dubai Emiratis, uh, the, the wealth class over there? <clears throat> There's an opportunity for people with billions of dollars, more connected than me. You can run with this idea. Grab a bunch of American brands base them out of Dubai, and then start making good quality shit again where you hire the best people. See, well, you're not hiring enough black, Latina, female, lesbian. Well, we're in the Middle East and there's not a lot of those. We got uh, Afi and we got uh, Abdul and we got uh, we got Herman. He came from the United States and they're all putting together. Oh, they're making the, we're making Star Wars better again. They are. Yeah. Because we don't have any of this political bullshit we got to deal with <clears throat> but think about nine thousand, nine thousand people and you're going to get a lawsuit over two percent two percent uh this case is not about the nine individual plaintiffs it's about all the women in california who work for disney who are fed up of being paid less than their male counterpart parts and who are seeking fair treatment that's all Andrew said the women at Disney earn on average 2% less than men doing roughly the same job. See, roughly that, see, but it's in, a, it's in a California court. I hope, I hope this Democrat judge fucks you in the ass, Disney. I hope they fuck you over so bad. The ones you vote for, I can't wait. It was very, I'll tell you the story again. I saw it, God. 35 years ago, the Wisconsin State Fair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in Lake Mission, they got these things called lampreys. They're eels with big old teeth, and they and they attach themselves to fish, and they suck out the blood. They're, they're parasites. <clears throat> and I remember one time, th there's a big tank of fish. They caught them in Lake Michigan. I don't know, trout or something. And good-sized fish. And they were so sad-looking fish if fish could have faces. And the reason why is that there are lampreys attached to them. And they thought, you know, it's kind of a dark thing, dark display. But, oh, yeah, you know, there are parasites out there. Look, the lampreys are attached to the fish. And here's these fish with these lampreys just sucking the life out of them. 
Well, little lamprey disengaged from uh, the fish it was on. And I saw it and it attached itself to a lamprey that was attached to the fish. And when it got bit, the big lamprey let go of the fish and swam all around. I'm like, serves you right, you sucker, literal sucker. Serves you guys right, you big woke corporations, you bigoted assholes, and you lazy, worthless, incompetent fucks who can't make anything. Always this. You invited Dracula into your house. You did it. And now the lampreys are biting you. This entire system that you set up where everyone's a victim and no one's a work. <laughs> oh, is Disney getting sued? That's too bad. Oh, man. 2%. That's the one that gets me. <clears throat> uh, the roughly same jobs, not including bonuses and other incentive plans, which Andrus also believes are doled out in an unequal manner. The lead plaintiff in the complaint, LaRonda Rasmussen, worked as a manager in 2017 and earned $109,000 per year, lower than each of the six men that held the same job title and more than $16,000 less than the lowest paid man on the same job. I got a question, LaRonda. Did you do the same amount of work? I really? Did you? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because meritocracy is bad. Five months after Rasmussen complained to Human Resources about the pay gap, she was told the discrepancy was not due to gender. But not race. I'm assuming LaRonda is white as a uh, black. The suit was filed as a class action, meaning the plaintiffs were seeking to represent nearly 9,000 female employees of Disney in California, though known mostly as an entertainment company. Disney is a massive publicly traded conglomerate, one of the largest 100 companies in the world, according to Forbes magazine. Cruise ships, bobbity bobbity ba, um, certifications. Ba, 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 ba. There's that. From Modern Life, John. <clears throat> Former Facebook employee pleads guilty for stealing $4 million. An Atlanta woman pleaded guilty for stealing more than $4 million from Facebook while she was an executive at the company. Barbara Furlow Smiles, who is a black woman that is germane to the discussion, worked as a lead strategist, global head of employee resource group, and diversity engagement at Facebook. Your divert... The not, not a diversity hire. She is a diversity hire. But the woman who was in charge of diversity, engagement, embezzled or stole $4 million or was accused. She pled guilty, I guess. <laughs> there was another. Hang on. Facebook diversity sues Facebook. I think there was another woman. Former Facebook diversity head pleads guilty. Former diversity czar pleads guilty. No, no. There was another woman that sued, I think it was Facebook. Court dismisses board diversity suit against Facebook. This is two years, three years old. Activist investors. No, there was there was one where it was the diversity. Maybe it wasn't Facebook, where black woman, chief of diversity, ended up suing him for discrimination. This just sounds like outright theft. Uh, <clears throat> Barbara Furlow Smiles, who worked as lead strategist, now known as Meta, January 2017 to December 2021, according to U.S. Uh, U.S. Attorney, Northern District of Georgia, Ryan K. Buchanan's office. The defendant abused the position of trust as a global diversity executive for Facebook to defraud the company of millions of dollars 
ignoring the insidious consequences of undermining the importance of her DEI mission. You mean like Black Lives Matter? Like those people who made millions of dollars bust bought houses and not a single penny went to help all poor people in the black community? According to U.S. Attorney, Furl Smiles used her Facebook expense account to live a luxurious lifestyle in California and Georgia. Four million, a million dollars a year, huh? It's all about the money. That's all it is. It isn't about justice. It isn't about fairness. Some people might actually call for that and they would want it and they could benefit from it. Nope. You're all a bunch of money grubbing horse. It's all you are, male and female. Numerous personal expenses, including hairstylists, babysitters, and 18000 to a preschool for tuition. <laughs> she was a single mom. <laughs> you leftists, get it, get it, get it, get it. Do it. I want all you leftists to have exactly what you want. Furlough Smile's scheme was to link her company credit cards to PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App, and then use those cards to pay others for services never performed. Family, friends, relatives, associates receive payments, would then return some of the money to Furl Smiles. Like, well, you weren't paid enough as an executive at Facebook? You can't, as she even involved relatives, friends, and other associates in her crimes, all to fund a lavish lifestyle through fraud rather than hard and honest work. Okay, now let me explain something to you. And this is the other. These are Draculas. <clears throat> These are vampires you're inviting into your thing. I'm not saying if you hire a minority or a woman that they're Draculas. When you hire someone who has the degree in diversity and inclusion and you put them in a – you create a fucking department for diversity and inclusion. ESG2, by the way, which is not trait-based. These are these are charlatans. These are frauds. These are evil people. They have no intention of working. That's why they majored in diversity and inclusion. They, they have no honor. These are not accountants. These are not actuaries. These are not – uh, bookkeepers or regular workers who work on the, the ships or are, are, are dressing up in the costume. These are scumbags who hoodwinked you into the scam of you need DEI diversity because, and they're costing you more. Now you get lawsuits about discrimination. This is outright embezzlement. It's not because she's a black woman. It's because she is a shitty person. Shitty people major in diversity and inclusion because it's a scam and a racket. And you dumbass motherfucking NBA-laden morons and corporate executives put these people in your home. And so now, now you got, I guess you're getting attacked from three angles. This is why diversity is never going to be profitable. Aside from the fact that it doesn't focus on profit. One, it's undermining your product. You dipshit corporations with... By the way, every minority and woman should be insulted by this, like Target with the gay flag, okay, <clears throat> or Pride Month. Did they improve the quality of the product? Did they lower the price or either or both? No. It's, oh, do you like sucking dick? Look, a flag, buy our stuff, you stupid fucking moron. <laughs> I don't figure this out. I don't know if you notice the quality of products are going down. So <clears throat> where were they going? Oh, the product is shit. You can see that with Disney. Too lazy to do the fucking job, come up with a new... See, uh, uh, Harry Potter video game. Legacy? Whatever it was called. That had some oak shit in it. But you know what? At its core, it was a very good game. Most corporations now are getting rid of quality, getting rid of any good pricing on top of you guys are complaining about inflation, sure, right? 
They just think, ooh, slap on, trait, spin the wheel, whatever. Oh, we're advertising these groups, but you'll buy it because we said we like Latinos, right? Product is shit, but you you dumb Latinos don't know any better, right? Yay. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. Don't know what it meant. Battle of Veracruz. Ah. So your products have gone to shit. People aren't buying them. Certainly Disney. Oh, go please make the Ray movie. Go make another Ray movie, Kathleen. I fucking dare you. <clears throat> then you get lawsuits. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If it all and it, God, I hope they win because if that wins, that's going to open up the floodgates for so for two percent discrepancy in pay. Every S and P 500 company, every Fortune 1000 company is going to get sued, and you won't be able to keep this shit up. So you got shit products. Now you're open up to lawsuits, and your employees aren't the best. You literally hired not on the content of character, but color of skin, genitalia you like to lick, genitalia you have. You didn't hire the best. And the best, here's a compounding effect. When they see you promoting La Fonda, or no, LaRonda, whatever the gal's name was. Oh, well, that was the other one. Barbara. Creating a whole make work division on top of it. They're going to say, I'm not going to be here. I mean, hell, Disney's a perfect example. You don't have any talented people left. They all left. Marvel's gone. It's all gone. You have no talent. And so your products suffer, you get sued, and then you don't have the most efficient workers. You do not have the best person in the best place for that job. And, and here, we go, here we go. And you know what? You don't have any sympathy from anyone either. You, you really don't. You put out Marvels? What? How dumb do you think the American people are? They're pretty dumb, but they're not that dumb. And so you you go ahead and do you go chase this political fad. As unfortunately, it's it's all it was was a marketing fad. That's all it was. This is the one trick Gen X managers have. Like, oh, diversity. Ugh. Like, how about working harder and faster and better product at a lower price for everybody and actually increase people's standards of living? Oh, 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 gay people. Yes. Yes, gay people. Yes, they, they will buy your product. You know what gay people probably want? A good product at a fair price. Oh, and then don't even get me started with Budweiser and that dumbass shit. But by all means, go ahead. Keep doing it. Keep, and for my audience, I'm more than more than a little bit, I'm, I'm somewhat confident. You might just see large U.S. corporations either just functionally break down because they can't because they're dealing with all this bullshit. Everyone's looking at their hoo-ha or what. Oh, my God. Like, hey, do you want to balance the books or what? You're not going to, and you're going to be like, oh, my God. I can't imagine that one time I want to work at fucking whatever Wall Street. I want to work. I want to go to Harvard. I want to go to. I want to work at. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of large corporations. Just totally woke. I want to work at Amazon or something like that. Fuck. And it. And then I like. And I further predict corporations have got to change their corporate structure where it's like, no, we have all contractors. We don't actually have employees, etc. I gotta go. Hang on.
No, I don't have to go. All right. Let's go to the Super Chats. We got two. Frank Rizzo, 10 bucks. That's it. Cool. Thanks, Frank. And Adam Schmidt, 5 bucks. Is there a way to know when Chad is doing his next video? He usually does it on Thursdays uh, at 9.30 Central Time. That's usually when he does it. All right. Um, you corporations, you keep hiring people based on the color of the skin and not the content of the character. You keep promote. You make sure your product is diversity and not a good product that everybody wants. I want you to keep on going. And for my audience, please, for the love of God, understand you are to only use these employers to temporarily advance your career, and you should not be hanging your hat at these places. Should not be hanging your hat. We'll see you guys later. Toodles. <laughs>